Let's get this going. What we're going to do is a brief recap of week one. The the recap for week one, uh, Bonte Hill was on the show. He took in his two-team teaser the Philadelphia Eagles. He moved them down from minus 10 to minus 3. And the Seattle Seahawks moved them down from 9.5 to a 2.5 point favorite. Eagles um, looked terrible in the first half. They were down 17 nothing to Washington. Eagles fans were having heart attacks left and right. But they stormed back in the second half, ended up winning the game 32-27. Um, Eagles backers on the regular spread caught a bad beat on a backdoor cover uh, on a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game for Washington. But for the purposes of, and that's why, you know, I can't stress enough, teasers, you know, on the regular spread, the Eagles lost. On the teaser, they won. 32-27, five-point win. Bonte covers on the Eagles minus three. Second leg of his two-team teaser, he took Seattle Seahawks down to two and a half. And, you know, this was one of the toughest beats of the week for myself because I use Seattle in a two-team teaser at minus two and a half. They won the game 21-20. So a one-point win does not cover. You figure when you tease a team down and they need to um, just win the game, they get it under a field goal, you feel pretty safe. Nope, not always. One-point wins happen. Happen in this case. Seattle wins 21-20. So Bonte's two-team teaser loses by a point and a half. For his sweet tee, however, he took the same two teams, Eagles in a pick'em and Seattle in a pick'em, and the Atlanta-Minnesota over 37. Now the Eagles and Seattle both won, and the Minnesota Vikings game was 28-12. to So they combined for 40 points. So Bonte went over 37. He covered by three points on that total. um, And he won his sweet tee. For his third, for his best bet of the week, he took the New York Jets minus two and a half. They lost outright to the Buffalo Bills, 17-16. So a one and two week for Bonte Hill. Does not get much better when you look at the Philly Zoo, your humble narrator. I took, in my two-team teaser, Jacksonville plus 10.5. They got smashed 40-26 to by Kansas City. And Seattle minus 2.5. We already talked about they won the game by a point. That don't matter for our purposes. It's a loss. So I lose my two-team teaser. I came back with a sweet tee with the same two teams. Eagles, Seahawks, both won. But I took the New York Jets. I'm sorry. I took the New York Giants plus 17 and a half. They lost by 18 points, 35-17. So I lost by a half a point um, on that bet. 
Now, speaking of losing by a half a point, I took as my best bet of the week, Carolina Panthers, plus two and a half. And they went out and lost 30 to 27. So I lost by a half a point in two different bets to go 0-3 for week one. Ugh, yuck. It's an ugly week one. We definitely look to bounce back week two. So on to week two. Um, we got our two-team teaser of the week. Yes, that's a big glass of rosé right there, folks. That's how we do it. All right, so two-team teaser. I got Green Bay. Here's one thing to note about this Green Bay game at home. Um, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers in division games. When he's at home in a division game, uh, he's 23-6-1 straight up. Pretty impressive. Um, a lot of people are going to look at Minnesota, how well they performed in week one, and they're going to ride with the Vikings in this game. Not me. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers at home. And in a teaser, I'm moving it from minus three to plus four. So I'm getting Green Bay at home plus four. One other note, in addition to Rodgers at home in division games being 23-6-1, on the other side, Kirk Cousins straight up versus winning teams in his career, 9-20-1. So those two factors have me lined up on Green Bay, especially in a teaser, plus four. That's the first leg of the two-team tees. Second leg, I'm going to roll with the Houston Texans. I'm going to move them down from an 8.5-point favorite in a 7-point tease to a 1.5-point favorite at home against Jacksonville. You know, no Nick Foles. Jacksonville defense got shredded last week in Kansas City. I try not to put too much emphasis on what happened last week, and I do expect Jacksonville to play tough in this game, and I actually probably think that they would cover the nine-and-a-half-point spread if you're getting it that high. But I do like Houston to win the game at home outright. I like the way Deshaun Watson's playing right now. I think that defense comes to play. I'm just asking them to win the game. So I'm taking as my two-team teaser, Green Bay plus four and Houston minus one-and-a-half. Now on to the sweet tea. That's what I'm going to be drinking right there. Just drinking down that sweet tea, just like this rosé. Okay, so sweet tea, Detroit Lions. I know it's ugly. It's an ugly home dog. But when I'm getting a, a team at plus one and a half, and I'm going to move it up to plus 11 and a half against the LA Chargers. Here's a note about the, this game, okay? Detroit Lions. So when you have a road favorite like the L.A. Chargers are this week in Detroit, road favorites off a home win in, in the month of September are 14 and 40 against the spread. So that makes me want to fade the L.A. Chargers in this case. And that's what I'm going to go ahead and do by taking Detroit plus 11 and a half in a 10 team, sorry, three team 10 point sweet tee. Um, I'm taking Detroit Lions plus 11 and a half. Now I'm going to roll with, you know, the Oakland Raiders because I'm getting them at seven and a half point home dogs. I'm going to move them up to 17 and a half point home dogs. And I'm going to ride with them against the Kansas City Chiefs. Third and final leg of the Sweet Tea. It's another ugly home dog. 
everybody's going to be looking to fade this team because of how terrible they looked last week. New York Giants, I'm moving them from a one-and-a-half-point dog to a 11-and-a-half-point dog. So that's our sweet tea to review. I'm taking Detroit Lions plus 11-and-a-half, Oakland Raiders plus 17-and-a-half, and the New York Giants plus 11-and-a-half. That's our three-team sweet tea for week two. Now on to our best bet of the week. Fellas, I see some of y'all like watching. I would love to get some questions. I can hit you with anything you want to know, make it a little more interactive. I'm not like loving just talking to myself. Next week we will have a guest. Uh, and Valenza says, not mad at it. Okay, what you talking about? The sweet TV or what? What are you not mad at? Anyhow, I'm going to keep it rolling. Keep the comments coming in and I'll just fly with it. My best bet of the week is the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, of course, you could say, oh, you know, he's a huge Eagles fan. It's bias. Um, you know, he's just riding with his favorite team. That's a square bear type of play. But the fact of the matter is, when I look at the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, you saw how poorly they played in week one. You saw, you know, Minnesota just destroy that team. Um, I'm not liking what I see from the Atlanta defense right now. I think Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and those guys will come to play, and I think Atlanta's going to keep this game tight. There's a reason the spread is right around to pick them. But at the end of the day, I think the Eagles win the game. And, you know, the line being what it is, is basically a pick them. I mean, right now I'm seeing Eagles minus one and a half. So you just got to win the game. And I, I think the Eagles do that. I, I truly believe the Eagles are the better team here. Um, I think... The Eagles have the better defense and offense. All, all, you know, every factor of the game, special teams, you know, the Eagles are the superior squad. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, we didn't see a lot from Zach Ertz in week one. I think Carson Wentz is going to get Ertz involved. You saw what Jordan Howard did in limited amount of carries. He, he looked very good. I think he's going to get fed the ball more. Miles Sanders had a touchdown that was called back. You know, he looks good. I like everything about you know, this offense right now. So many weapons all over the field. I think at the end of the day, the better team prevails. I am hesitant about fading a, a home Atlanta Falcons team on Sunday Night Football. They're going to come to play. But end of the end of the day, I like the Eagles to win the game. So I'm riding with the Eagles as my best bet. Now, the final segment of the show, and it's going to be a quick one because without a guest, I keep it definitely under 20 minutes, maybe under 15 um, you know, I'm going to go over something called the sharp action report. Now, what I mean by that is I'm going to break down for you the games that I have learned through my research that, um, the wise guys, the sharps, whatever you want to call them. These are people that bet professionally. They do this for a living and I know I've confirmed that they're on these sides, okay? So the Sharp Action Report, the Cincinnati Bengals are at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Now the Sharps came in and took the Bengals at the pick'em price. That line has since been jacked up from, let's see, it opens Cincinnati 49ers were... 
I'm sorry, it opened at a pick'em. And now it is, no, I'm sorry, it opened Niners minus one, I'm seeing, and now it flipped to Bengals minus one. Now that is uh, sharp action that came in and took the Bengals at a pick'em price. Uh, Valenza wants to know what I'm sipping on is some uh, rosé, my friend. It's a nice chilled rosé on a Saturday. You can't go wrong. Um, so Sharps came in, took Cincinnati at home in a pick'em against the 49ers. I personally agree with that move. I like the Bengals to win the game. If I had an additional best bet on top of the Eagles, I would probably say um, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, especially at a pick'em. Now, the Sharps also came in, and we already talked about this game. They took the Detroit Lions at home, but they were getting, at that point, a full field goal. So the game opened Detroit minus three. Sharps came in. Now the line is down to one and a half at some books, two at others. But the Lions um, did take sharp money at plus three. Um, next game that had sharp action confirmed was the Pittsburgh Steelers um, laying three points at home against Seattle. Now, looking at the line movement in that game, Pittsburgh opened at, let's see, Pittsburgh. Yeah, the, the game opened at three, and now it's as high as four. I'm seeing some three and a halves. So that's sharp money. That's wise guy money that came in on the Steelers at minus three. That's another one that I agree with. I think the Steelers win that game by more than a field goal. Did not like what I saw at all from Seattle last week at home against Cincinnati. They allowed Andy Dalton to throw for over 400 yards with no A.J. Green. Um, that secondary's got problems. They, they got shredded. And, um, you know, they added Jadavian Clowney, and I think the defense will be all right. And I'll chalk it up to week one, you know, not being ready. They did, maybe didn't take preseason serious or whatever it is, but... They were lucky to win that game. The Bengals deserve to win. And I think Pittsburgh at home, after getting embarrassed on Sunday Night Football to New England, um, I think they bounced back in a big way and beat the Seahawks by more than three. So sharp money did come in on, on Pittsburgh at minus three. Um, the final game of the sharp action report is the Oakland Raiders. Now, they're playing at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. And the sharp money came in at plus eight. When the Raiders were getting eight points, the wise guys came in and fired on that. You know, they like they like what they saw on Monday night from the Raiders, and getting more than a touchdown at home in a division game is quite tempting. That's why I used them as part of my uh, three-team ten-point sweet tea, where I got Oakland at plus seventeen and a half. You know, these wise guys like them plus the eight. So to review the sharp action report, Cincinnati Bengals at a pick'em price at home against the Niners, Detroit Lions plus three at home against the LA Chargers, Pittsburgh Steelers minus three at home against Seattle, and the Oakland Raiders plus eight at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. Those are the four teams on the sharp action report for week two. Um, Valenza says, knock on wood if you're with me, an ode to uh, John Gruden and Hard Knocks. I like it. Knock on wood if you're with me. 
Um, all right, so it's just a review now at this point, unless I'm going to get any questions from folks. I'm going to wrap this up in the next couple minutes. Um, our two-team teaser, we took the Green Bay Packers plus four. Remember, Aaron Rodgers at home in Division 23-6-1. And, and Kirk Cousins against winning teams is 9-20-1. Really like Green Bay. If I had an additional best bet, it would be Green Bay Packers and a pick em. I would take the Packers on the money line. I like that bet quite a bit. You could involve the uh, Packers in the money line in a parlay. They're a good candidate for that. Um, second part of the two-team teaser was Houston Texans, moving them down from 8.5 to 1.5. Uh, just have to win the game. They're at home against Jacksonville like that. Three-team sweet tea. We took the Detroit Lions up from 1.5 to plus 11.5. Oakland Raiders plus 17.5. And, and the New York Giants plus 11.5. I have to say of those three, the one that makes me feel not so confident would be the Giants um, because of how bad they looked. But you know, I'm a believer in Saquon Barkley, and I don't think that the Buffalo Bills win by a margin. It will not surprise me at all if Buffalo wins that game, but I don't think they're going to win by, you know, more than 11 points. So I feel pretty good about getting the Giants plus 11 and a half. Sweet Tea, Lions, Raiders, Giants. Okay, best bet of the week um, is, I just want to take a question real quick. Matt Valenza asks, what do you think about Baltimore? Now, Baltimore, when I'm looking at that line, they're laying 13 points. So my thought on that is absolutely I expect Baltimore to win the game, but I think it's too many points. I think it's an overreaction to last week where we saw Baltimore absolutely smash. Um, who were they playing? Baltimore destroyed their opponent in week one. And, you know, it was Miami. You know, so what do you expect? You know, the Miami Dolphins could be the worst team in football. So I'm not putting too much stock into that. Arizona, on the other hand, you know, in Kyler Murray's debut, he didn't look too good for three quarters, but sure as shit looked good in the fourth, and he came back on fire. I like what that offense has going right now with Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson. I think Arizona is... You know, going to be an interesting and fun team to watch this season. Um, by no means do I think they win the game this week at Baltimore, but I'm not laying 13 points, and I'm not even involving Baltimore in any teasers. Um, if anything, I would like to jack that line up and take Arizona in like a sweet tee at plus 23. That sounds pretty tempting to get more than three touchdowns, but uh, that's what I have to say about that game, V. And... Um, Let's see. Okay, so last last thing we're going to go over is, you know, a review of the best bet. We already talked at length about it, the Eagles. Um, I like them on Sunday Night Football to win the game, and that's all they have to do in order to cash this ticket. Um, you're only having to lay one and a half. If you really want to be safe, you could just take the money line. Um, you know, you saw us get burned last week uh, laying two and a half with Seattle, and they win by a point. So, you know, one-point wins do do happen in the league, and uh, sometimes it's worth it to just get the money line because you're not really paying too much more juice uh, rolling with the money line than the spread. And that's one thing to note. Like, if you're betting thousands, people that are betting thousands of dollars, the juice, which means how much you have to lay in order to win, like minus 110 to win 100, it's usually 11 to win 10 and multiplied by that. Um, 
it matters a lot more when you're betting thousands of dollars. But when you're betting hundred or you know 50 bucks or a couple hundred even the juice really is not that big of a factor so i personally would rather you know just take the eagles on the money line um you know the odds of the odds of the one and a half mattering are, are very low but just to be safe you know i'm going to be putting the eagles on them in on the money line and some parlays um and i'll probably bet them straight up on the money line Last thing before we get out of here, unless I have any more comments or questions from folks, sharp action report, just a review. Bengals had a pick them against at home against the Niners. Lions plus three at home against the LA Chargers. Pittsburgh Steelers minus three at home against Seattle. You can't get that number anymore. It's been bet up. And the Oakland Raiders plus eight at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to thank everyone for participating, especially Mr. Matthew Valenza.